Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse Nelson. We're in the frozen <laughs> grotto. I don't know. I was trying to do something with the snow because it's cold and snowy. Our episodes are timeless. There's no season. It's warm and balmy. Oh, right. We just happen to be wearing hats and several layers of there's, sweatshirts. There's no season in this snow. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the season of Boon Boona's anniversary. Yeah. They just celebrated their one year anniversary of opening their cafe. Congratulations, Ephraim. Ephraim, yeah. Big, big one year. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. We're really proud of you. It's good to hear it. Um, I really liked it because I knew it was coming up um, and it kind of spaced it because I was busy and I was getting ready for tours here and I had KXP, the local radio station, rocking it. And then Kid Hops did a nice little shout out to Buna. That's cool. On the radio. That's really cool. Yeah. So it was really fun to hear that. Yeah. I managed to be able to get down there on the day uh, during the day. They had a party uh, in the evening, um, but I was too busy to to go to that but uh, i did manage to get there during the day when they were doing coffee ceremonies they did like two or three um for a few hours in the middle of the day so uh you know got to got to share that and um enjoy that myself it was really nice cool yeah Uh, it was good to good to see Ephraim the people there it's been a long time but yeah i've always liked them a lot yeah and ollie's doing the roasting yeah 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 that's right a really good job yeah I know he listens to every episode we publish. Yeah, he does. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's a really cool space they got. If you listen to this one, Ollie, <laughs> come say hi. <laughs> if, if you're if you're ever in the Seattle area, uh, so they're da- actually down in Renton, which um, is not that far. No, um, it's south of Seattle at the bottom of Lake Washington. Easier to get to these days with the light rail, but still a little bit of a yeah. little bit of a trek. Boon Boona Coffee. We'll have this in the show notes for sure. It's yeah. a wonderful. Uh, the Rwanda, the Hingekawa, which is a pretty large co-op, yeah. Um, but it's a women-owned, women-led co-op, and Conduit ourselves have bought coffee from this co-op as right. well. Um, so it's really fun to taste it. So yeah, I I, I got a bag of the yeah their Hingekawa. That's what um, Jesse's looking at right now, and they actually took a batch of that and barrel-aged it in what I believe is Pinot Noir barrels. I actually didn't clarify this. I'm inclined to believe you because, I mean, it's pretty boozy when we smell the coffee. Um, yep. But when the fresh, the dry grounds, um, mm-hmm. that uh, fragrance on there was really kind of whiny, much yeah. more whiny than it is now what it's brewed. Yeah. And I've, yeah, so, had, I've had barrel aged in bourbon before and in other things. Um, and it's different. I mean, it's a welcome flavor, I have to say. I'm not a real fan of barrel aged coffee, yeah. honestly. Like it's, it's, I like the concept a lot. It's kind of one of those things. It's just sort of like, well, it's it's cool, but it's not really the cup of coffee I'm looking for, right? Yeah, but now is. that we're entering three weeks of dry January, it's kind of nice to have some some boozy notes like that's this true. My coffee. <laughs> it, it's an interesting. It is an interesting thing. I typically also do not enjoy barrel aged coffee, and and barrel aged meaning you take the green coffee, yeah. and you put it in like an old wine barrel or whiskey barrel and yep. sit it there for a few weeks. Or yeah. whatever. This is what I, this is what I absolutely love about barrel aged coffee, though. Is it's fascinating to me. Yeah, like, it's not necessarily a flavor I'm going for, but the fact that you can take the green, the unroasted coffee mm. seeds, and put them into an old barrel mm. and get those flavors into that coffee, yeah. and then it lasts through the roasting process and all the way through the brewing process, mm. to where it's really unique. I mean, that's that's just an outstanding. Yeah, it was pretty it's outstanding food, but it also illustrates exactly why it's important to really watch how coffee's stored. You know, I mean, because <laughs> yeah. it's really nice when it's Pinot barrels but it's not yeah. that nice when it's that diesel generator on a ferry coming across lake victoria <laughs> you know true. so like packaging the coffee is so important and it is. 
Coffee, coffee is very porous and will soak things up. Yep. And um, interestingly, so what I found with this is that the drink itself will be quite boozy, but the the more stronger, the aromas are stronger. Yeah. The aromas are even stronger. You smell the bag and it smells like dried wine. Yeah. Uh, it smells like a cork. And like drinking that. the coffee, you can taste it as well. I, I wish I had the non-barrel aged to compare to. Just so we could pinpoint what is what. I've never and see had what's maybe both side by side. Yeah, like I should have grabbed. I think they also had the non-barrel aged version of it, so I should have grabbed well, that. Next but. anniversary, you can go down there. <laughs> but I mean, it, one of the reasons I don't like this kind of thing is it's basically flavoring the coffee. Yeah, I mean, it's much better than flavoring it with right, like you're chemicals not and stuff coffee and shaking flavor onto it. But you are. Yeah adding a taint to the coffee yeah and you know in some ways probably blocking a lot of the natural flavor of the coffee or you know something I mean, like that's that. sort of a gimmick know. and i'm not at all accusing boon boon of this or some of the other higher end coffee companies that do yeah. this because they're doing it very much out of a out of a kind of a coolness factor of the barrel yeah. age flavor <laughs> but i mean using that barrel age process or some of those other kind of gimmicks with storing the coffee that you see in larger companies uh they are there to cover yeah. up some of the flavors of well, I think the less less exciting. Th- there's there's a good point coffee. for that. Yeah, I don't think Boone Boone is doing that Definitely in this not. case. I think that I, I think they're doing this in a really nice way. It's just a fun exploration for them. They're not selling a whole lot of this. Right. They're just like, let's do a batch in a barrel because it'll be fun. What's one more and bag? People of coffee? Will, yeah. will have fun with it. I think that's the best way to approach it. Well, I mean, this that's, is great. That's, really that's what coffee is all about. Actually, the yeah. last one I had was from Water Avenue in Portland. Yeah, that's right. And that was which a good was one, also that a peanut really water. potent. That was. Yeah. That was also, yeah, that was also Pinot. I've also had, I've had two other barrel aged coffees. I can't quite remember who roasted them. One of them was in a bourbon barrel and it was very different, very different. Um, intriguing, but, yeah. uh, I like the wine. I think the wine barrels are the yeah. wininess complements coffee a little bit better than some of the, yeah. Well, I imagine the aromatics of the, of the wine translate better through coffee than pretty much anything else. Than like whiskey or bourbon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it's a, uh, it's a fun treat, but it's something that I. Yep. I've had a lot of coffee today, so it's kind of a welcome change. <laughs> That's true. It's, it, it's it does it's have sweeter. There's something in it. It does have that sense of like almost drinking, like an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Kind of feel like I'm sitting here drinking like a boozy coffee, coffee with a little dash of. Jameson it reminds me of, uh, Anchorhead. That one of their cold brews that they do is a hopped cold brew. Oh yeah, which has that kind of sensation as well. Like you're sitting down and drinking a beer, right? And there the is hops. that there's that state of mind and being of when you're just sitting and drinking a beer, regardless of what it is you're actually drinking. I think mm-hmm. same with coffee. It's like things to that process of sitting and enjoying it that aren't the actual drink itself. So that's a that's an interesting benefit, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. Would you ever barrel age? I mean, I would. I mean, it's it's another, it's a whole other project to kind of work on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I said that pretty quick. <laughs> like I like I said before, I'm really yeah. fascinated with the process. I, I wouldn't necessarily want to sell it as like, because we do so much subscription. So when people get a bag and the coffee in the mail, like that's what they get for their right. round of coffee for the subscription. So to me, it's like, that's not necessarily a crowd pleaser. No. It might no. mess with some people in that regard. And I think it, it's something that takes a heck of a lot of extra 
manpower to do, like just working hours and time and space and care. Uh, this coffee, the barrel aged version of this coffee is $5 more a bag than like, I think the usual bag is 18, maybe $4 more. I think this is 22, something yeah. like that. So they're, they're tacking on, you know, that, that's how much extra effort it takes to make this. Like, I don't think they're making this for a huge profit or anything just right. to just have fun. So Boon Boona, just a quick, like we, we've talked about them on the show before, but it's been a while, right? Ephraim started off. We had Ephraim on the show a long while back. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we should. I'll try to find that and put it in the show notes. I'm going to guess it's episode 72. Oh, that's interesting. That's my guess. We'll see. We'll see how. I'm how really up to date on them. Check the show notes to see if Jesse wins the prize. He started, Ephraim started off providing green coffee from East Africa, primarily Ethiopia, but also some of the surrounding regions as well, uh, providing green coffee to the local East African community here in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, because these communities regularly do the coffee ceremony at home. Yeah, That's just part of their culture. Their coffee, yeah, yeah, roast their own coffee. Uh, and so if you go to East African grocery stores around here, they all sell green coffee. Well, Ephraim was like noticing how bad the green coffee quality was and decided to try to market green coffee to that community yeah. became really successful with that and then eventually opened up his cafe uh, just a year ago in renton beautiful space they have in a in an historic building i think right. it's actually a historic rated building it was like a i don't know can't remember what it used to be the the city actually paid for its signage because it's in the old it's like looks exactly oh, wow. like the old i didn't know that that's yeah. cool um so that's really cool anyway that's Boon Boona. Congratulations, Ephraim. Yeah. Well done, sir. It's so good to taste your coffee. It's been several months. Yeah. And at some point, we'll get down there and do the actual ceremony on yeah. the show. Ollie, warn him. <laughs> <laughs> warn him when you hear yeah. this. We're on our way. We're on our way. Should we uh, pull something out of the, the big jug? Big mug of mug of coffee ideas? Yeah, let's do that. Here. I think I pulled mm. last time. It is my turn. La, la, la. Okay, here. What do we got? What? Uh-oh. Water, <laughs> power, and sewer. Yes. <laughs> you put this one in here. So I Oh yeah. I mean those are the most important questions to ask when someone's curious about starting a cafe. Oh, I see. Also, uh some key elements to our culture and society functioning the way it does. Yeah, we need water, we need power, and we need a we need a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> lots of sewers. Lots of sewers. First you get the water, then you get the power, then you get the sewer. <laughs> well, it's interesting because what this makes me think of is, and it's just a subject that's kind of been floating on my mind, is coffee processing and the mat, like wash processing, the massive amount of water that is needed to wash process continuously mm -hmm. at quality And most coffee, coffee in the world is washed And processed. how much waste that produces and how much that messes up the local water table. Potentially, yeah. Uh, it so, does use, it uses like five to seven gallons of water per pound of coffee. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. And uh, not as wild as milk, but. <laughs> I'm not familiar with. Oh, it's like 22 to 25 gallons of water per gallon of milk. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Glad I don't drink milk. Right. It's kind of why I stopped hosting latte art classes or latte art competitions. How? Oh. Because I just kind of felt guilty about throwing away interesting 100 gallons of water and hmm. 50 gallons of water for the coffee. I just don't drink milk because it makes me feel like crap. So, Well, that's also a good reason not to drink milk. 
but now I have now yeah. I have a reason to be smug about it as well. So thank you. Uh, water power sewer. Um, this is. I mean, I think we should probably plan an episode of like cafe planning, like a little quasi consulting episode. A lot of people get in the idea of they want to start a cafe. And I came up with these three words as the question, like answer these and then we can move forward with the conversation (laughs) because it's surprisingly often that we get people that want support helping start their little cafe and they literally uh, have like a spot in mind. So your goal here is to destroy people's dreams. That's what we're about to do. Yeah. Good. So if you're looking at a space, we're going to destroy your dreams. No, not at all. I think this gives you some structure to your dreams so that you stop dreaming or you keep dreaming one or the other. That's true. You either either keep dreaming or you stop and you take action. Coffee takes water to brew the water, brew the coffee. So you got to bring that water in. Yeah. Don't be so so excited, Joseph. (laughs) He's learning a lot. (laughs) Water is used to brew coffee? Yep. Uh, So there's got to bring water in, right? Uh, Espresso machines and all the brewing equipment, those take a lot of power. Got to be quality water, too. It's not well, right. Yeah, there's water filtration, all that stuff that goes into that yeah. as well. But then the equipment that goes into boiling the water takes a lot of energy as well. It's often 30-amp circuits that you need, which are you know, yeah. bigger circuits going in. And so if there's not enough power available at the cafe space, potential space, then it's a real headache. And it gets really expensive. So people, like they think they're going to get into coffee and it's going to be cheap and easy because they look at an espresso machine. But if they have to start cutting concrete floors to add the sewer line the third one in that gets really expensive you know where's that water going to go you can't just have a coffee shop functioning off of jugs of water and buckets going to the toilet you really have to have a floor drain going out and those get hugely expensive yeah so this initially that when i i used to be a lot nicer and would just go and show up and talk people through this and Mm. now i just make them answer these questions before i do that (laughs) (laughs) there's a classic one this uh i won't say his name obviously but he uh he wanted me to show up. He had a live workspace. He had just, he was living above it and there was a kind of a workspace below and like mm-hmm. one of those condo things. And Oh, yeah, yeah. He wanted me to go. But so I was like, sure, whatever. We can go look. And he had the idea of opening up a little gaming parlor with computers and gaming machines and people could get coffee and tea while they're sitting there. Yeah. But it was in the basement, kind of dug into the hillside a little bit for the, for this. And so you'd enter on the street side and then you went down the stairs to where the potential cafe would be. And it was all concrete. The whole, everything was built out of concrete. And there was mm-hmm. no plumbing and no power for, like, actual power down below at all. And wow. So it turned yeah. into this hard conversation about destroying his dreams. Just saying, you know, you're, you're looking at $50,000 in build out just to bring the power and the mm-hmm. water over to where you want your espresso machine. Um, yeah. well, that's a really interesting perspective, too, just from a cons- like customer, consumer perspective, whatever. Walking into a cafe, there's this massive amount of infrastructure going on just to make your latte possible yeah. that people don't think about. I've certainly never really given much thought to that. Just yep. the massive amount of water going in a very specific way <laughs> yeah. through I mean, a, like a decent, cafe busy cafe day. will use, you know, 20 gallons of water, 30 gallons of water, you know, for like a day, you know, just to run their Americanos and, and make the espresso. Oh, I would have thought it'd be much higher than that, but I mean, that's not even that busy, but our, our little slow kickstand is, you know, five to 10 gallons a day. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It adds up quickly. You know, it's one of those things to consider and then it has to go. And then there's all the regulate regulations and code and everything that goes with that. Right. Like, gets more and more complicated. So if you're looking for consulting services and you can answer these questions, feel free to email me. <laughs> Joseph at coffeeloversradio.com. <laughs> you, can do, you can do Jesse at coffeeloversradio.com. 
Well, then I actually have to field it. But. Well, no, everything goes to my email. I just have. <laughs> there, How many emails? Do there's you no get? actual email. Are you account? hiding all of the fan mail that I'm there's getting? There's no actual email account for CoffeeLoversRadio.com. <laughs> it goes to the magazine email. Right. That's it's how the internet works these days. Yeah. Yeah. Because you I'm can still gonna... email us at yeah, Joseph yeah. at CoffeeLoversRadio.com yeah. or Jesse. Yeah. G E S S E. Send me some fan mail. See if Joseph passes them on to me. Yeah. Please send Jesse some fan mail. He really needs it. Um, <laughs> are you are you opening up a coffee consultant business? Is that is that where your goal is? As of this recording, yes. Wow, All right. <laughs> I've just made that decision. Excellent. It's the well. It, it's it's interesting. Um, getting into a little bit of a, a little bit of a side related topic, but I think one of the most valuable things that a consultant can do for you is break your preconceived notions about things like break down your argument show you where things aren't working because that's that's what you can't see that's what you need help with you need someone to put up a mirror and be like here's where it's not going to work right and here's some other ideas you need to do to make it work yeah i mean it's those things you hear about all the time it was i was reminded in a great podcast i was listening to the other day the importance of being open to change Mm. and that i mean this was about the 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 great depression financial crisis 1929 but just certain economists that were ultimately blamed for the for that collapse of the stock market and economy mm-hmm. and economists that were in that same group but ultimately got out very wealthy <laughs> and they were the ones able to change and be able to adapt to that so i think that's what's the important thing about you know any any new business but also working with consultants and working you know at any stage but being able to adjust and change yeah. with the times as they go and and you know cities like seattle like if you're here for five years it's a completely different city yeah i think the hardest thing with business especially if you are like an individual making a small business you're making something that is that is based on a deep passion you probably don't have a huge amount of experience in business uh i certainly had none when i got started right coffee is one of those areas that Attracts people a lot really, of people where they're very passionate experience. people. Yeah. yeah. And there's and, just and people are passionate. Yeah. yeah. And it takes an incredible amount of dedication work because it's expensive to make lattes and you That's need true. a lot of them. But I think also there's this factor of it's easy to get stuck by that passion. Business, as you so succinctly pointed out, chain like there's constant change. Everything's always changing. And you have to be prepared from a business perspective to make the adjustments to stay with that change or be ahead of that change or take advantage of that change or whatever. If you don't, you get run over. Yeah. And that's just, that's just the way it is. But when you are in it because of a deep passion, it can be really hard to see what you need to change because that change might feel like it's going against your passion. Um, like you might, you might have to give up something that. Well, and I can attest to this myself. Um, I can can also, (laughs) I think that, just because you're passionate about it doesn't mean that it's a viable business plan at that time. Right. Like you might have to change from the passion itself. Or, or find is. a different way to fulfill that passion. Right. Like buckets um, instead of floor drains, but <laughs> <laughs> water Possibly. power sewer or like different business altogether. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think in order to be, 
in order to be successful from a business perspective, you kind of have to be dispassionate about the business. It's good to be passionate to motivate yourself to, to get it started. But when you're being objective from a business perspective, you have to be really careful about those yeah. kinds of things. And that's where it's really helpful to have other people um, taking that, care of your yeah. blind spots, basically. Yep. Reminding you to get your heads out of the clouds or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, good so. draw out of the mug there. That's a fun one. Yeah. Water, sewer, power. What about at home? Filter your water. Always filter your water. Uh, if you're using, you don't want the government spying on you with the fluoride. Um, actually, yeah, let's do let's do it quickly for home. So always filter your water. Don't put your coffee grounds down the drain. Uh, and if you're using a lot of coffee equipment, you maybe want to be careful about how many things you're plugging into an outlet. So I had that issue with the the Breville. Yeah, espresso machine where I had the Breville machine and a Breville brewer in the same outlet, and when I you can't do both, uh, it like it was lowering the temp on the espresso yeah. machine. Yeah, I, because I, I took off the other brewer even when it wasn't using yep. it. Took off the other brewer. Temp rose twenty. And roasters, the home roasters, the same thing. We'll do that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. Electricity is um, weird, it but also a, it takes a lot of oomph to boil water and keep that water hot. If you if you're doing your own electrical in your own house and wiring it yourself, you can make that work, but. You know, if you're renting a place, especially, um, everything's going to be as cheap as it possibly can. And yeah, just keep that in mind. If you're having issues with a with a brewer, check your power. Yep. There we go. Done. 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 Water, power, sewer, check. Happy birthday, Boon Boona. This has been Joseph and Jesse with Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit coffeeloversradio.com. There you can listen to our shows and click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Just visit coffeeloversradio.com and we'll see you on the show.